Our worst fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. Welcome to All There Is. That quote that I just read to you is from Marianne Williamson and her book, uh, A Return to Love, Reflections on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. It has often been misattributed to Nelson Mandela, but his organization has come out and verified that it was, in fact, Marianne Williamson who first penned those words. So I'll get that out of the way right out of the gate. I didn't write it. I love it, though. It is a quote that I found probably 10 or 15 years ago when I was going through some things in my personal life. And I found this quote, and it really, it just spoke to me. It just spoke to my soul. It spoke to a lot of my own fears and misgivings and just noise that I have in my head a lot of the time. And I had never articulated it quite so eloquently as Marianne Williamson did. And just recently, and this morning, actually, when I found myself doubting myself or hesitating, taking action on something that I really wanted to do and should be doing, and this quote just popped up in my head, you know, that our worst fear is not that we are inadequate, it's that we're powerful beyond measure. And, you know, we often question ourselves, even if we don't say it audibly, or we don't think it this concretely. A lot of the times, if you're like me, again, I guess I'll just talk about myself, because that's all I really know, is there's this tape running in the back of our heads, like, who do I think I am? I'm not that pretty. I'm not that talented. Why am I going to put this podcast out there? Who the hell wants to listen to my voice? I can't stand the sound of my own voice. Why would you do that, Kelly? Or why are you writing those words? Who wants to read what you've written? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to think that anybody wants to hire you, listen to you, hang out with you, look at your posts on Facebook? You know, just I, I know I'm not alone right? Like we have those, that kind of subcurrent just toiling and roiling and just an undercurrent that's just always in the background. It's background noise, right? And I find myself periodically struggling with that. And when I first found this quote about 12, 10, 15 years ago, I memorized it. I had it hanging up on my vision board or my inspiration wall. I had a closet door and on the inside of my closet door, I taped up all my favorite quotes and mantras and scriptures and things that I wanted to memorize and constantly remind myself. And this very quickly went up on that door so that I could see it every day and I memorized it. And, you know, I find myself saying it, quoting it to myself, sometimes in bed at night when I'm falling asleep. I don't know about you, but when my head hits the pillow and I finally 
slow down, stop doing and running and going from one task to another, from one screen to another, from one thing on my to-do list to another. When all of that finally stops at the end of the day and my head hits the pillow, for some reason, that's when my brain kicks into gear. And if I'm going to have any anxious thoughts or worry or insecurities, doubts, that's when it starts for me. And I think it's just because, like I said, that's when I finally slow down and there's no other noise. So now I can really hear that background noise that really was there all day and frames everything that I do and how I engage in the world. But at bedtime, when there's no other noise... That's what I hear. That's what I think about. That's what keeps me up at night. And sometimes when if I really can't fall asleep and it's really bad, I'll put headphones on. I'll add some different noise to distract me. I have to change the tape in my mind. But really, you know, if we just unpack this, these thoughts for a moment that, you know, our worst fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. You know, how that shows up for me, I think, is that I hold back. You know, I think there's a part of me that knows I could be more. I could be doing more. I could be more outspoken. I could be engaging with people or in ways that I'm hesitating to do. There's a lot of talk about imposter syndrome, especially with women. You know, is it a thing? Isn't it a thing? Should we be talking about it? Should we be labeling it? And I don't know that I have imposter syndrome because most of the time I'm actually really confident. You know, I I think I'm pretty smart. I'm not the smartest in the room. I'm not the prettiest in the room. I'm not the thinnest in the room. But like, I feel pretty good about who I am and and what I've accomplished. I, I always say when I play golf, you know, I've played golf for probably 30 years, but a few times a year now, and I'm not really all that great in it at it, but all I really wanted was to be respectable so that when I step up to the tee at a tournament or in a business golf outing or in a corporate event, I can make a shot off the tee without embarrassing myself. I can keep the ball mostly on the fairway and be consistent. Um, You know, I'm just not a total mess on the course. You know, I have some good shots, some bad shots, but at the end of the day, I do all right. So like my golf game, I generally most of the time do feel like, you know, I've worked hard I know what I'm talking about when it comes to the work that I do and, you know, what I know about accounting and business and operations and leadership. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. But at the same time, I do occasionally find myself just very subtly questioning, doubting. And it mostly shows up, I think, even more than in my business world, it shows up for me creatively when I'm writing, when I'm sharing my writing, when I'm podcasting, when I'm sharing my thoughts on here. I love it. And it feeds my soul. And it gives me a creative outlet that feels authentic and true to me. And I've gotten some good feedback on it. You know, people have told me, I really like your voice. I like listening to you. I really loved your podcast. Really great thoughts that you put together. And yet, there's still that moment of, uh, you know, are people going to think I'm bragging if I share yet another episode on Facebook or Instagram or share an article on LinkedIn? You know, I think also we're raised not to brag. And I can only, you know, I wasn't raised as a boy, so I really can't speak to this. But I, I do think in our 
society and in our culture, especially during the time where I grew up, girls were taught not to brag, you know, not to be too loud. You had to be ladylike. Don't make a lot of noise. In our generation as well, kids were seen and not heard, you know. And so I think there is some of that that um, framed a belief system in me. And, you know, to this day, I just have those doubts about myself. And are people going to think I'm bragging? Am I going to annoy people because I'm posting too much or I'm sharing too much? You know, I, I love to share my accomplishments, right? We all do because we, we want, not that we want to brag, but we want to share. And, you know, I believe in sharing this human experience and the good things and the bad. And so many times we share the bad things, we have no problem criticizing ourselves or putting ourselves down or making jokes and memes about, um, you know, how silly we are, stupid we are, drunk we are, how we, um, you know, you see them all the time, right? America's Funniest Videos, Ridiculousness, the TV show, which I can't stand, but my husband and my stepson have it on constant playing. It's constantly playing on the television. But, you know, we love to make fun of ourselves and people and laugh. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that. It's very healthy. But I also think, you know, like it says in this passage, that we have to let our own light shine. We have to let our own light shine because it's inspiring to other people. And, you know, if someone else, you know, we all have different times in our lives when our light is shining or when our light is dim. We all have different times in our lives when we're living in the light and when we're living in darkness. And so if each of us would just let our own light shine, we would automatically be there to light the way for the people who are going through the dark time at that moment. You know, there's people today right now listening to this that are going through a really dark time and they need someone's light to shine in their path to show them that there's a way out of this, that they're not alone. And there certainly has been times when I've been in that darkness. I was in that kind of darkness when I found this quote. And so if we keep ourselves dim, if we if we keep our light under a bushel, if we hide our light, then we're really doing a disservice to our fellow human beings and the people that are sharing this life with us at this moment in time. We need each other's lights. We need each other's lights so that we know that we're not alone, so that we can see the path out of whatever we're struggling with. And the last line of this, as we are liberated from our own fear Our presence automatically liberates others. Have you ever been around people and they just have this quality and you you can't really put your finger on it? I know I have. And I've seen people who are just really interesting, engaging. They light up a room. You want to be around them. You You catch yourself staring at them and wondering, wow, I wish I could be like that. And what I found, you know, it took me a lot of years because, you know, I like to think about things and process things. And, you know, as I see people like this and really watch them, what I've discovered is that what it is, is they're really comfortable in their own skin. They are really comfortable with who they are. They don't mind if they look a little silly on the dance floor. They're going to dance and do their moves. 
They don't mind if their joke falls flat. They're going to tell it anyway because they think it's funny. You know, they just are comfortable in their own skin, which which shows up as confidence. It shows up as um, a joie de vivre, a joy of life. It shows up as being really engaged and present. And when when you show up like that in the world, you can you can really engage with other people. You can look them in the eye when you're talking to them. And you don't have to be so worried about being popular and talking to all the popular people at a party that you make others feel like they're not worthy of your time and attention. Because we've all seen those people too, right? Those people who you talk to and you can just tell like they don't want to be talking to you. Like they're looking over your shoulder. They're looking for someone else who's cooler to talk to. Or they're just not engaging with you. They think they're better than you, or at least that's how it feels. Now, you know, I've also come to learn that people like that are usually struggling with their own anxieties and fears, and it shows up as being aloof and unfriendly and uninterested in you. But it's it's no fun for anybody, right? And like, it doesn't feel good if you're on the receiving end of that, and it doesn't feel good if you're that person. So... What I found is that people who are just comfortable in their own skin, comfortable with their light shining, is, is they're authentic and they can't help themselves but shine because they don't, they're liberated from their own fear. And they're like that last line says, as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I think that's what I've seen in other people that I just described who you know, you watch them and you see them and you wonder what it is that's so attractive about them. And it's because they're liberated from their own fears, their own anxieties, their own insecurities. They are comfortable being who they are, which means their light can shine. There's even a scripture in the Bible that talks about us being a light. And I'm, and I'm going to read you a little bit of it, some pieces of it. It's in Matthew 5, 14. And this is from the Message Translation, which is a pretty easy to read translation. And it says this, Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. So that's that's just some of it. And I think it really ties in with this quote from Marianne Williamson. And there's a song that I learned when I was a little girl. And it was, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And we learned it in Sunday school. But, you know, I don't think this has to be in a Christian faith narrative, right? The, The concept of your light and having your own light shine. I believe my light comes from God. But, you know, you don't have to believe that in order to let your light shine. Some people believe that they're responsible for their own light and maintaining their own energy in their body and in their life. Or they charge crystals in the sunlight because they believe having those crystals around them gives them energy. So, you know, whatever, whatever you believe is fine. We all have that light to shine. And Just remember, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And I don't know about you, but that's what this podcast is all about. This podcast, I 
put it out there in order to connect, share this human experience, to shift paradigms, to lift each other up, and to let each other know that we're not alone. So I think that this topic fits perfectly in this. And I hope this podcast today encourages you. I hope it encourages you. You know, memorize this paragraph. Say it until you believe it. Say it until you believe it. And once you memorize it, you'll be able to call it up when you really need it, when you need that reminder. And if you can't memorize it, print it out, hang it up wherever your vision board is, if it's on your closet door, your bathroom mirror, wherever it is, hang it up. You can go to kellybargabas.com to listen to past episodes of All There Is. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate it. If you liked it, share it, review it. It all helps get the word out. And until we meet again, take care.